Hello. I missed you guys so much. Forgive me for being away for so long, but I'm back and I am not alone. I'm here with Chantal. Hi. How are you guys doing? Okay. We're having a little kickback with Chantal and Kim today. If this is your us. first time, I love that for us. If this is your first time listening to this convos with Kim and my special guest host, Chantal. And we outside and we're here. Outside. She got her mask on. Yeah. We outside, but we inside. <laughs> exactly. Still safe. Still the same. Same and safe. Oh, so pretty. Isn't it so cute? It is, yeah. I turned on my LED lights because I don't think I ever showed her before. No, they're really nice. I wish you guys could see them. <laughs> how, do, how do they stick to the wall? They have like adhesive. It's like, yeah, adhesive. Mm. And now, these are good in theory, but like I'm lazy. So. You know who put these up? Who? Chase. Ooh. He is a small child. Get it, Chase. He was so hyped about these lights. He was more hyped than I was. They're pretty people. They're very pretty. If you guys like to put, you know, extra accessories in your bedroom and you're fun and you're funky, get those LED lights, guys. I'm telling you. Literally. They're so amazing. They're very, so very fun. Very. It makes your bedroom have this extra element. I love it. Yes. And it's... it's... It's not necessarily. Does it change colors? It does. So it does rotate. You can. You could do like. You could even create your own like flash. Mm -hmm. Oh. Well, this, I don't know if I have epilepsy. So I don't want to be flashing too much. Well, no, no, no. You do whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with. <laughs> but they do have like. Look at the remote. Mm. It's a kickback, guys. So we're just chilling. <laughs> oh, nice. Color yeah. coordinated. Yeah. Thank you. All right. When was our last episode together? That was a while ago. Oh, that was a while ago. Nice. So, goodness. So, I was telling, guys, I was telling Chantal a story earlier. <laughs> God. I um, hate you wow. guys. I hate you guys so much. Um, just telling Chantal a whole story about how Someone tried to catfish me earlier today. Boo! Boo. I mean, I used to catfish people. <laughs> What's the energy behind that? Well, okay, so I empathize with people on the catfish show. I've never actually sat down to watch a catfish show. I've only seen clips, but it's because it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because usually, if you actually look at the people that are catfishing, they're doing it because they don't have confidence in themselves, whether they deal with you know, maybe they've been bullied or something, so they don't have the confidence to talk to these people. Mm -hmm. And these people, you know, not to victim blame, because mm -hmm. technically they are victims, but a lot of times they're just shallow. So they don't look at the signs. And it's like, you're just so blinded by yeah. the aesthetic value of a person that you don't even see that something's off here. Yeah. You know? But then some of them are just cruel. Oh, absolutely. And of course. Fat like, ass I've never... Price. You shouldn't have called me a fat ass. You shouldn't have you called... she, he shouldn't have called her a fat ass. Shit, I Kelly mean, Price. Don't... And Kelly Price is pretty, so yeah. fat or not. Yeah. What's what's the what's the truth? Yeah. So I, I listen, I'm all about revenge. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> his cousin had to be a Libra. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, basically. Because that, that's yo, that's some Libra shit. It's so, like brewing, for bro. Years, she like, she did that for years, literally. Catfish, do you know how much energy? Childish. I, you know what? I stand. No, me too. I, stand. I wasn't mad at her. I got it. I definitely got it. And oh sorry. my god, 
<laughs> no, with the TV is. I think this is. Like, oh yeah, this is right. This is no. This is a Exorcist on Fox. I, oh lord. Spe spe speaking of, I need a season three. I was just laying in bed watching the show again. I need a season three Fox. <laughs> I don't care. I need you let two cliffhangers, two seasons of cliffhangers, tie it all together. Stop playing with me. You heard her. Basically, Shoot. that's what matters. Um, oh my God, yeah. guys! I was traveling. I'm not gonna tell y'all where. It's yet in my business. And my shoulders are peeling. Oh, <laughs> I just realized, like, I was like, that's not ash. Oh, <laughs> that's my shoulders peeling. Wow. I thought it had got away. I did not. Yeah, no. Well, don't forget your catfish story. I oh, sorry. Know. Yes. So, guys. Wow. Five minutes of rambling. <laughs> that's fine. It's a kickback and we're friends and we're here to have a good time. That's true also. Bet. So, I'm pretty sure I gave this guy... Um, met on Tinder. I think I gave him my Snapchat, like I always do when mm -hmm. I want to. If I'm, if I feel like the conversation is going good, you can have my Snapchat. So he asked me on Snapchat. We're talking back and forth. Then he sends me like another picture, and he sends me another picture, and I'm like, the two niggas don't even look the same. <laughs> I was like, that you did tell me. Uh, yeah, because I didn't go into yeah, the whole yeah, story, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is fishy. So then I was, I, listen guys, I apply pressure when I feel bullshit. I, I, I was voice texting him, so I was yeah. like, send me a voice note. And he was like, right now, you want to hear it right now? As soon as he said that, I was like, oh God, this is a catfish. <laughs> then tried to call me on Snapchat phone. Audio. Audio, not video, video. audio. That's a telltale sign, by so, the way. So, by the way, guys, the picture he sent me was, like, of, like, an, a, like an attractive, like, Italian-looking guy or something. Model. Or the pictures that are on his uh, Tinder or, like, attractive guy that I would definitely go for. So, then he called me on the phone, and it's a whole African accent. And I'm just sitting here, like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and I was just, like, why do you... And I'm, I'm a straight shooter. Why do you sound like an African? He gonna say... That's just my voice in the morning. <laughs> Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> Fix it, God. <laughs> Fix it, Brown Lord. Because uh, uh, I can't. He was like, that is just my voice in the morning. I was like, first of all, it's... <laughs> I thought your name was Feliciano. What's <laughs> 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 the truth? <laughs> no. And nothing wrong with being... Uh, I love African. Any sort of African Afri uh, accents. Especially like West African accents. I love them. Um, but it's just so off-putting when you're not expecting to hear that. Like, no. you expect, because of the pictures he showed you, it's just like, why are you lying? Yeah. Why? Just, you don't even need to lie. Just stop like, lying. Like, why? It's, it's just like, what are you trying to accomplish here? And why you? And why me? <laughs> like, can you guys leave me alone? Yeah. <laughs> She's not interested in your recruitment or anything. This is madness. I just I just don't understand where people think it's going to go from there. Yeah, well, like, because the... And that's why I don't really like the term catfishing, because I didn't catfish. What I was doing was just using pictures of really pretty girls, or quote-unquote pretty girls, and just living vicariously through them. So I was being myself with, like, a fake name and, like, a fake picture. But I wasn't seeking relationships with anybody. Obviously, they would yeah. add me, mm -hmm. so I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel like I'm terrorizing somebody for that. Yeah. Or I'm I'm intentionally being dishonest with them because I'm like, well, uh, you are adding me, but I think you're adding me because this picture is really pretty, and this is not no, me. No, girl, you're wrong. Get the hell out of here. You're catfishing. 
Is it? <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, yes. Fundamentally. You're making a profile that's not you, and you're talking to people. Were you talking to people? No, I wasn't talking. Okay. They would add me. But you weren't, you weren't like talking to people. Not actively, no, unless they would talk to me first. All right, I'll let you live. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, I was not talking to people at like 12 years old doing this nonsense. Oh, when you're that young, it's not catfishing. Exactly. exactly. You're, just on, you're just on the internet. Yeah. I mean, there's other situations, but. <laughs> Stop coming on here and telling on yourself. No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. No face, no case. Honestly, I, I feel like I say this stuff all the time because it doesn't embarrass me. I just feel like it's a lot of people have. I just don't understand how people can still get catfished today. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like what we are, we are so advanced in technology. There's yeah. literally no reason to get fish. And we all know what it is. Yeah. So it's like there's no real way that you can be having, you know, have this happen to you and then... I mean, well, yes, there are exceptions to the rule, but it's bizarre to me. You know? It's very bizarre to me to because be. I don't understand what their end goal is. Yeah. Well, like, a are, lot you, of times, are you like, trying to kill me? Like, what's up? A lot of times with that sort of Snapchat thing, they're hoping to get uh, pictures. And mm -hmm. they like a lot of these people will like save the pictures and sell them. That's what happened with Tumblr. A lot of people had their pictures stolen mm. um, on these like pornographic blogs. But... It wasn't consented. So they don't even know who had their pictures, but they would think they're talking to some people. Oh my God. Exchange nudes. And then... Meanwhile... Now they're like random women online like don't really know that their pictures are on these Tumblrs or were. Because Tumblr's yeah, kind of banned. Tumblr's trash now. Is it? Yeah. Tumblr used to be real fire. Yeah, Tumblr was the story of my high school agenda. Really, I was aesthetic quality value. I don't even know why. I can't remember how I stumbled on Tumblr, and I was like, "This is wild." Yeah, and I love that you guys allow it to be wild. Yeah, it was everything. Yeah, it wasn't just you know one way. So it was it was essentially yeah. Instagram and Twitter in one. Yes, and that was kind of cool. It was cool. Yeah, but I mean, I wonder why they cleaned up. I think it was getting bad, especially with age and lack of consent. Probably lawsuits. I know there was, um, there were a few articles on, you know, the direction they wanted to go. I kind of thought it was weird because I'm like, well, you guys have let this go on for, for so a decade. long. Yeah. So long. For a long time. Almost a decade, if not a decade. So, you know, they were red handed. And I guess they just wanted to be like, well, no, we're not allowing this anymore. And also, it was around the time um, a lot of people began having content pages. Yeah. And changing the game. Like only fans. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're changing the whole game. Yeah. And like you're linking your accounts and your services to this. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that. So. Stop being a fucking hater. <laughs> yeah. I'd let people do that. You know what? Want. To be honest, my, my favorite platform is Snapchat. Really? I love, I don't know. I just love Snapchat. Mm -hmm. It's. Because I feel like, you know, the other two are monitored so hard. Right. That but I can't Snapchat even, is so private. I can't too. even, like, I can't even make fun of myself on Facebook without going to j Facebook jail for three days. <laughs> like. <laughs> Reported. It was like a meme and it was like, if you know me, say some of my key phrases. And people were writing all kinds of stuff. And I wrote whore. Oh my god, you got reported probably. And I literally, because I call everyone a whore, I'm like, fucking whore. I say whore all the time. 
Yeah. And people were saying all my other phrases that had bad words in them. I wrote whore on my own post. Oh. Facebook jail, three fucking days. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. It's so Facebook. funny hearing Facebook jail because I'm like, what qualifies as Facebook jail? Whatever they deem whatever they deem is bad words. I can't say white people age like milk, the racist ones. Oh, no. But they, they could put nigger, 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 yeah. and never. Or they'll be and like, the, and their be whole like, page is fine. Complain a lot. Black people are this. Black people are like, yeah. lazy. Black people are. Maybe if you lazy niggers got off the Facebook and got a job, you wouldn't be here to argue with me. Like, that's what yeah. it is. Okay, Brad, I think. Yeah. And then, like, people were like, oh my God, Kim, get on TikTok. You're going to blow up on TikTok. You'll be famous in a month on TikTok. Mm. Went on TikTok, slandered Caucasians for like one minute. They muted my video and called it bullying. I deleted my account. I don't have time for that kind of shit. <laughs> Not you, because I all I said was so someone at uh, someone a white man to me in a, some capacity in my life. I'm not gonna say what and where. He was like, "Oh, Beyonce looked fat and her hair was too big," and I was like, "Your mother, your mother looks fat." And I was like, "I was like," you, and I went on a whole rant. And I was like, "Why is I was like, white Beyonce? people, please do not comment on black women bodies, yeah, or anything, please, black women, anything. don't just, mind just your business, if please. you would just zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket, yeah, I wouldn't be here insulting you on TikTok, getting muted. Now my now I have to delete TikTok exactly. You're not gonna be muting me TikTok, exactly. They gonna hear this voice. Well, it's so interesting period. that they mute you, and then there are so many racist and colorist people. Yo, I've heard this, the the fucking like hot fire from these, especially from these like really young kids, like twenty year olds. Yes, and I'm just like, I thought you guys were gonna come in and be cool. Guys are not fucking cool, bro. I have an issue though. I'm not gonna lie. Not it's not against Gen Z at all, but it kind of is. Mm -hmm. I feel like talking to some of them, they're cool. So I'm 28. So technically, yes, I'm a millennial, but like, I guess it's almost like the zillennial thing where Mm -hmm. because we're you're the cusp at the exactly towards the end. But sometimes I just talk to them and I'm like, you're not a problem, but they're very ageist. Like yeah, I, I, they're weird. And I'm like, do you plan on dying? Because if you like, you're calling me old, or you're call- not necessarily me, but you're calling people that are 27, in like 28 and 29 old. Do you plan on dying in the next few years? Because like you're gonna get old then. I don't know. You want to be me? Yeah. Everything that you know about discourse and social justice and like sociological, sociopolitical stuff, like it's from us. Sorry, I don't yeah. know who you think was the sacrificial lambs. It was us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, you know, you guys were on social media. You remember playing outside and being on the computers and Mm -hmm. and being old enough to cognitively recognize the switch of things, you know? Facts. So it's it's just kind of annoying sometimes in that way. Otherwise, I I think they're cool, but I'm like, damn, you really are our sons. You (laughs) want to be us, and that's cool. They do, and I'm like, you guys are just... You can't tell them anything because they think that, oh, like, millennials, all you do is, like, buy plants and blah, blah, blah. You're boring. I'm like, yeah, you're dressing nigga. like us. Go sit down. I was like, yeah, we're trying to have some peace in this fucked up and world. And in this that, world. Like, you that, try. That the grandparents created the fuck. Exactly. Blame your parents. When you guys are our age, you'll realize that you'll want pets and not kids, too. So sit Basically. Down. First of all, to touch on that subject, they have, they, they're very ageist. Yes. They have the nerve to put out a list of things that make you like old and whack and it was like skinny jeans and wearing a side part. Yes. And I was like wearing a side part is fire for my face. Yes. So y'all can take y'all little ugly asses that don't even know what you look like because everything is a filter and get about my face. I'm yes. gonna wear, I'm gonna wear this side part. Yes. Period. <laughs> <laughs> 
And my skinny jeans because they make my ankles look good. Yeah, but I'm like, you guys literally keep doing this, but everything you're wearing is like from when we were children. Exactly. So what's the truth? Exactly. What's the truth? Everything you want to look like is us. Like you want to be, you want to be young but grown. So what's the truth? <laughs> Please find it. You know, I don't know. So sometimes that just bothers me. And, um, you know, I guess every generation has like, a very matter-of-fact attitude. Yeah. Because, you know, I guess, like... Yeah, because when, when you're young... You're young, it's you just think, almost like a part of yeah, it. Yeah, you think you know everything. Yeah. You know, y'all don't know shit. Yeah. Gen Z, I'm like, just stop, because you want to be us. Just stop calling you old, <laughs> Just <girl>. stop. <laughs> That's my problem. That's my problem, but, yeah. TikTok, there's a lot of stuff on TikTok. TikTok is cool. Because, again, like, there are, like, the cool Gen Zers or anybody, millennials, whoever... And there's just so much informative information, funny stuff. It's almost like Vine on steroids mm. with more option to be creative. But then at the same time, it's it can create like a toxic environment. I was talking to somebody who um, also deals with body dysmorphia. I think they are non-binary. So um, how old are they? I think they're like 21 or 22. And they were just talking about how they just see random people and their perfect bodies or quote unquote perfect mm -hmm. and how it triggers them. And I'm like, I understand how that could be triggering because although I'm not necessarily the target or maybe I am like a part of the targeted demographic for TikTok. I know what it was like being on MySpace. Yeah. And I remember what it was like being like a kid and looking at magazines and on TV. Like we didn't have the social capital and the social insight to be like, mm, this is wrong. Like, yeah, we were forced yes. to believe this yeah. was the norm. I'm like, you guys at least have the verbiage because of us. We broke out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we are the ones that had these conversations because the people older than us certainly weren't having these conversations. Yeah, because it was benefiting them. Exactly. I was like, these fat shame, like, Lizzo, I was like, you guys drag Lizzo today, but Lizzo would not even be remotely in any any room 20 years ago. No, absolutely When we not. were kids. So absolutely I'm like, not. you guys can't say like, oh, I wish I grew up in the 90s because it was just so much better. I'm like, you weren't even alive. You don't know. Like, <laughs> these image things have always happened. And I tried to explain that to the person I was talking to because I understood their frustration. And it's hard to see, you know, body, I guess, like body positivity, allegedly, whatever that means these days, or people with perfect images. It's the alleged for me. It's because it's just like, oh my gosh, yeah, body positivity. But I'm like, it's easy to be positive when society likes you. Yeah. So, you know, I get why that's triggering, but it's the romanticization for me. It's like, oh, well, I wish I grew up in like the early 2000s. Like everybody was natural and everybody was like different body shapes and size. I was like, that is not true. That was not, please go look at a movie. Mm -hmm. Like, it, yes, the standard of the shape, like... There was it, none. There was none, technically. Yeah. I mean, like, but implants, like yeah. breast implants, breast that implants. was, it was still like be I slim. think when they say that, yeah, it's definitely still be yes, slim. Yes, I was like, be like, skinny. Like, be slim. skinny and be, like, Maybe no, that, symbols. hold on, back in the day, if you're going to be technical about yes. it, you have to be like a double zero to be size that's beautiful. It. And that's what I was it like, was so you guys weird. don't get that this was extreme. I understand it's extreme now, but I'm like, it was a different sort of extreme. Then. Yeah. It's never been healthy. You've never seen curvy models, thick models. Never. On a, on a runway? Back then? Takara. Takara. Takara Jones was a sacrificial she, lamb. Yep. Yes. She got dragged. She walked so you hoes out here can run. Literally. 
And she and had she, everything. She deserves way more she fame. She really does. She deserves way more fame than she gets because she was like one of the original girls. And I don't want to get off topic because I was thinking about this earlier. I was, I was like in a real like dance hall mood earlier, and yeah. I'm, and I'm listening to Lady Saw, and I was like. Lady Saw was the original city girl. No, she was. She was. was the, if that was a, if that was a city girl back then, it was Lady it was. Saw before anybody. And I love Kim. I love all of them. But I'm like she before was Lady Kim. Saw it, my yeah. nigga, like yo. Whether I'm, you guys knew her or not. Whether you <laughs> let, let me tell you something. This ja- is in the 80s. Jamaican influence is everywhere in the world. Period. Yeah, you can't say you, Kim didn't hear that in Brooklyn. Y'all, y'all knew. And Kim is Jamaican. Is she really? Kim is Jamaican. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, she's Jamaican. Wow. Child, everybody knew Lady Saw. And, was, and especially growing up in Brooklyn, like you go to all these dance hall parties. Back exactly. Then. They, de- she definitely knew knows Lady Saw. You know, and the crazy thing is, I was just sitting here. I was driving home and I was listening to some of her music and I was like, she is talking that hot shit and it's still yeah. relevant till today. Yes. Even though she's a pastor now. Yeah, she's a pastor now. Thank you for all those slackness, though. Yes, we like for them. every slack tune. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it because when you called your coochie a death machine earlier, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's a new name for mine. Shakespearean dialect. Yes, it's just it's the hot bars for me personally. Come on, Edgar Allan Poet <laughs> of slack rap, slack slack tunes. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of slack tunes, Google and YouTube music, whatever's going on in Samsung, don't you guys ever put any of her Christian music into Lady Saw rotation. How dare you? <laughs> Those are two different genres. I was over here listening to Sweet by My Sweet Couldn't Walk For Me, Honey. And then like the next song was like a church song that she did. And I was like, how dare you? Holy, holy, holy. <laughs> Sing. No. Oh, oh my God. I was That's like, funny. skip. Yeah, you're just like, no. Don't ruin the vibe. Skip. No, not, not what I was looking no, for. No, it's not what I signed up for. Good for him. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When I first heard about it, I was I was like, no, don't leave us. No, yeah. Yeah, but like. I know. It's, it's, it's always nice to see people walk in line with whatever they think their purpose is. Yeah. If they have one. Like, thank you, and now Spice can run the show. Yes. Because she'll never retire and do anything. Oh, of no, that. she will not. No. no. She praises God as is. Yeah, like, and I'm with it. Exactly. But, um, yes, TikTok. Tick, 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 Um, What else is doing? I don't know if I'll ever try to get back on there. It's really not my vibe. Is it not? No. Oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, I'll try again. I don't know. I just feel like there's just so much. Yeah. It's cute you like TikTok. Because, I mean, I'm sorry, Snapchat. Snapchat. It's really cute to me because... I don't know. I was talking to a friend and I was like, I don't know anyone our age that still uses t- uh, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mean it in a funny way. It's just like, I don't know in our circle or like, you know, expanded circle people that still use Snapchat because they're on Twitter. I'm Again. A, I'm on, yeah. I and I know you're I on Instagram Twitter. and Snapchat. Are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. See, I'm on too much. I know what you mean. I can't, I can't, so it's almost like I another could, vessel of social yeah, media. I was like, like shut up. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just ridiculous to me. I like putting my funny stuff on Snapchat and then I know everyone. And your private stuff. And yeah. And I know they get a kick out of it. And then if it's really funny, then I'll put it on my Instagram and that's how I really yeah. feel about it. Fair enough. And if it's really, really funny, then it gets to put on Facebook. But I barely post anything on Facebook. Like, Facebook is just there because it's, it's like old and it's yeah. family stuff. Yeah, probably. pretty much. It's yeah. hard to just delete Facebook sometimes. It is because I really like, want to, but no, there's I get so it. much things on there's there. There's like an attachment yeah. to it. Yeah. And I had deactivated it for like two months. 
Because I kept going to Facebook jail. <laughs> Defending black Stop. people and black rights and black voices. Jeez. Literally in Facebook jail. It's like, your your pages are now. About to delete this shit, bitch. You better exactly. stop running your mouth. That's basically what they told me. Basically. So I was like, you know what? Deactivate, bitch. Quickly. And it was like, why are you deactivating? And I was like, because you guys fucking suck. Is what exactly. I wrote. And I just deactivated that shit. Exactly. Um, it's so funny with Facebook. Like, I just... I I always intend to keep in contact with people I went to school with. Like, college. Mm-hmm. Um, because of what we studied and... I feel like studying a very concentrated art is interesting because mm-hmm. I like to know what they're up to and I want to support their art, like what they're doing musically and whatever. Um, but I don't know why I just always bypass logging into Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost a chore for me to log into Facebook. So Well, they have this really great feature called Memories and it shows you everything you wrote that day to like the first time you had it. And I like going on there and especially redragging the 82.5 and I'd be like ooh like yeah like on uh what was that Cinco de Mayo I was like I posted I was like if you see a racist white person with a margarita or a taco today knock that shit out of their hands <laughs> yeah no it's Just, true you deserve bland food no, sit down you, do. you don't deserve to celebrate um you know I don't want to lie I I completely forget or have forgotten the significance of Cinco de Mayo as it relates to uh, the Mexican culture specifically. Um, but it, it is something that I think is highly interesting where, you know, everybody loves ethnic holidays, quote unquote ethnic holidays. And then, I don't know, you don't really like the people that... It's because the Mexican army defeated the French. Oh, right. Okay, mm-hmm. right. So this was a conquest. That's, That's right. Amazing. That's right. This should not, this should not clap for that. Wait a minute. Hold mm-hmm. on. Could you imagine if France beat them and it would be like, that would be like a little Paris over oh, there or some God, shit. please, no. Oh, my. It no would be so different. French. No offense no to Francophones to, No whatever. offense to some of you Parisians over there. I heard what y'all were doing to the Muslims over there, so y'all can go ahead and kick rocks. Yeah, Francophones are like yeah. notoriously... Racist. racist yeah when i was there and were you in like paris or what? i was in paris and when i was there even the black people were like rude to me and i was like this is beyond me there's like a, a yeah. hint of elitism there oh absolutely um and especially since i did not speak the language it was yes. very like bitch yeah I, t- was... I think francophones like people that speak french tend to be like that though yeah because i know some situations like i have friends that like speak their first language is French, although they're black, mm-hmm. and I don't, whether they're like Congolese or French or whatever, they always say like there is this sort of degradative, ad- uh, I'm sorry, or derogatory rather attitude towards people that speak English mm-hmm. um, or black people that speak English, we, and I'm like that's so interesting interesting because so this is crazy. none of our native tongue really yeah. we're just like it's so crazy colors. i remember i'll never i will never forget it was like one of the most annoying experiences mm-hmm. of my life um because you're traveling and you want to see you know you want to see the sights yes yeah not everybody wants to be a tourist but you're yeah. right like you, you and all i wanted to know i'll never forget will the three train take me to eiffel tower mm-hmm. and i was like hi i was like i was like does the three train take you to eiffel tower and this one black man looked at me like I was a pile of shit that mm-hmm. just opened my mouth. 
And I was like, I want to be like, nigga, can you hear me? Or like, what's the what, truth? What's the tea? I literally, I swear to God, at that moment, I just like scraped up whatever French I remember from eighth grade. And I was like, mommy, this train will take us such and such. Yeah. And nice. I, and nice I took city. us there and I took us back with that little whatever I remembered from That's how many amazing. years ago. Yeah. And it was an amazing experience after that. I just know probably the France. And I had the fucking Duolingo app. I got to put it on my new phone. Yeah. I was like doing French every day. And yeah, I like, like do, And I love it because it's just like, yeah. you really get to like do it. And, and that, it is accessible. That's, yeah, and, and that's one that's one language I always wanted to learn to speak. I thought it was so French. sexy. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't, I've never, well, I don't want to make anyone feel bad about themselves, but I never really thought it was sexy. French. I think it's sexy. I'm sure it can be. You know what, though? A lot of languages are sexy, but in my mind, I don't default to, like, French as sexy. For what... It's it's not sexy to me. Uh... Like, the broken English to me is very hot. When they're talking in their, in their tongue, it's very hot to me. I'm mm-hmm. just like, ooh. Nice. Whatever you're saying, I'm with it. Wee <laughs> wee. <laughs> No, I get it. No, I'm done. I get it. There's a really attractive uh, Brad, like a French Brad on Instagram, and I'm just like, and then I didn't know where he was from, Mm -hmm. and then I clicked on it one day, and he was speaking French, and I was like, okay, my vagina's going to explode, because, wow, how dare you look like that and then sound like that? I am aroused. Get it, Bradathan. Get it, Brad. Or Pierre. (laughs) Gaston. Exactly. I, I mean, I I do find Frank, uh, French to be a little bit of a difficult language. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know why. It could just be like the the um, like the cadence of the language. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's you very know, unique. Yeah, yeah, and harsh not in a derogatory way, but harsh as in like it's not something that I find flows off the ear very well. No, it's hard to flow off the tongue, but when you hear that shit, it's hot. Mm. For me, yeah, I like, I like music in French, like Italian. Like, do you like an Italian accent on men? Um, I mean, I guess. Did you Not see Three Sixty Five? No, I didn't. <gasps> Movie night. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Three thousand. I'm not kidding, cause child. But you, I do watch Italian films. Are you lost, films. baby girl? Yes, take me home, daddy. I'm lost. Fuck. I don't know how I got out here, but thank God you found me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. I um. That's so funny. I, I you know what? I watch a lot of like foreign films. Me too. I, so I like the subtitles. So I, yes, I love. I would subtitles are always on, as you can yeah. see. Like I love subtitles. Yes. I love period pieces. Yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, a three-hour movie in French? Let's do it. Like, Yeah, no, and the, some of like the greatest films are not in English. I wish more people opened up their palette to doing so. Like, Parasite was a fantastic film. Speaking of, just like anime, people be like, yeah. oh, you watch a fucking cartoon, you're so a nerd. And I'm like, you guys are missing out on good stuff because you think it's a cartoon. Mm. And it, you think that, this like, is it the, should, you cannot understand it. This although, is not Rugrats, my nigga. This is, like, Complex stories, amazing voice acting, yeah. great stories, fight scenes. It's just like open up your mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you and they over sexualize weird. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like that's also just like you can't have anything nice. And there's nothing wrong with sexualizing things. Consent with consent, but yeah. like you there know, was someone just saying the other day about like yeah, someone was saying about like how some of the female cartoons always look like young girls and it's really like pedophilish and weird. Okay. And then someone always someone you know it wasn't until I was an adult and I was like, nigga, Sailor Moon was fourteen, nigga. 
Yeah. Darian was in college. Like, like there's something he was nine. I didn't even like think about that when I was younger. Right at the time, but because they're gonna try to play it off like, well, they're actually princess and princesses that are three thousand years old. Exactly, like they're not. Uh Ah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Bet your bottom dollar. (laughs) No, she's of age. But yeah, no. Yeah. And that's also something that used to happen where, um, even societally, like I remember in school sometimes knowing girls that would be like. Yeah, my boyfriend drives, he's going to pick me up. And we'd be in, like, sixth grade. What? And the boyfriend would be... So in sixth grade, Six. more than, like, you're turning 12. Six. You should be turning 12 most times in the state of That's New Jersey. That's disgusting. Yes, it is. But at the time, you know, it's almost like being in high school, a freshman in high school, and getting this rush sixth knowing that, like, a senior is too much. It is. But they would be like, okay, well, he's driving. He's, like, 17. And I'm like, then in high school they'd be like yeah my boyfriend like he goes to college you're like 14 or 15 your freshman year and your boyfriend is like 22 yeah like when because there was definitely sometimes i've seen some relationships and the mom knew she was 14 and the nigga was like 18 and i was like what's up yeah exactly what's up it's disturbing it is, and like it's, it's definitely manifested itself onto, or into pop culture in so many different ways. Like, um, you know, now it's not acceptable as it shouldn't be. Yeah. But back when we were like growing up, and not to like make us seem antiquated at all, but it's just like so different. Certain things are really yeah, different. absolutely. And um, like I know on certain shows, I cannot really draw one specifically out of my mind now, but. I know there are a lot of shows I used to watch where there were like these age gap things or like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, he likes me and he's in college and the girl's like a sophomore in high school who's like just turning 16 yeah, and the really guy's like 20 or something. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. done the age gap. There's nothing wrong with age gap if there's like a consensual thing and you guys are adults. Yeah, but not. But if you're dating an 18 year old and you're like 35, there's something wrong with yeah, you. I don't care about what you think. Or what she that, thinks. That's very... Like, there was a, a couple went viral the other day. It was like, how old are you? And her bubble said 21. His bubble said 41. And we were like... What, what, are you guys, what, are, what are you guys talking about? Right. With a 20-year gap. Don't get me wrong. I definitely... Like, you can. I definitely have dated uh, older men before. Yeah. But 21? 21 year difference. It's just that... At that age, yeah. there's like that is very uneven. Where it's yeah. like, if it, and it's always gonna be uneven, mm-hmm. but, but it's better when she's 30. Exactly, yeah. If she's 28 and you're yeah. cheeky, like 45, yes, it's bad, but it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, she's, grown. Yeah. Like, she's gonna have a good time with you, you're yeah. gonna have a good time with her, or like whatever her preferred genders are, yeah. Whether it's like, she what do they call those May December relationships? May December, May December, <laughs> that's the term, but is it? Yeah, but like, I thought it was like, I don't know, age <laughs> age gap relationship. Yeah, that's what they call them. Like, okay. when, yeah, May, May December relationships, okay, cool. but like when you're old and one's young. Gotcha. But I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. But if we look back in history, like that's like a thing they never stopped. Not at because all. Yeah. I wasn't. I was. I was in my adult years when I found out about. Elvis's wife being 14 that yep. nigga was 24 yep. and I was like and her parents signed off on this because it was Elvis like, but that, 
You sold your daughter? And that's how problematic that Jerry Lewis was. Jerry Lewis marrying his 13-year-old cousin. I was an adult rewatching shit and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, let me do let me take my calendar out because I know I'm a little Exactly I Brad Pitt. I'm not good with numbers. Let me check this Trust again. Because I was like, what? Nope. Brad Pitt dated eight underage girls. Oh my god. When Please, he was young. I'm gonna slander Brad. Brad needs to you get You gonna slander Brad. You know what? That is a punching sound. That's fine. We can slander Brad because if he was bad, he was bad. Yeah. Brad Pitt made it matter of fact might not have a piece of fucking morals because what he was also fucking uh, Robin Gibbons, correct? Yeah. Brad, I still love But him, he daddy. was afraid of Yo, Mike Tyson's like But then Tyson was also abusive to Gibbons so oh, to yeah. Robin. So it's, it's like, like yeah. this is yeah. It's like she was like, nigga, I need to get away from you. Yeah, and you're crazy. I mean, me. are we really let's not even be funny. In their both their primes. Yeah. Who are you gonna be with? Brad or Mike? Yeah. Either one for different Brad reasons. Brad or Mike. Well, Brad dates underage girls and Mike Tyson <laughs> was abusive at the time. So honestly, All right, if I they would, didn't have those character flaws. And if they going, were good people. Yeah. Uh, it depends on like if I was a little hotep or not. Uh, at that time. I can't breathe. <laughs> if I was like hotepy <laughs> at that time, I would be like, yes, black family. Black family, but black then, love. Then like Brad Pitt was also Brad Pitt, but it's also like yeah, equal celebrity at that. Time. Yeah. Maybe Tyson. Actually, Tyson was probably like king of like yeah whatever. I, it's hard. I was if he wasn't abusive, I probably because. I probably would pick Mike Tyson, but yeah, no. But that's chill what... the fuck out, it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> for me. But I like never for a the moment, appeal. like I think about Mike in his prime, I probably wouldn't like. Like I don't want to slander him. I just probably wouldn't like his no. voice. No, no, I understand. That's yeah, like, it. I have, yeah. like, I have like a thing with voices, and I probably wouldn't be able to like listen to it all the time. Yeah. But if we're gonna go with like looks, it's very hard because Mike back in the day was very hot, yeah. and Brad Pitt was like a dream angel that white. God sat down here for me to look at. I love Brad Pitt. A, a physical manifestation of an angel. Literally, he's gorgeous. Fair enough. And there's also black angels, just in case you guys didn't know. Yes, that's why, you know, let me be specific. He is not the prototype. No. At he's all. just one of them that he be over there. He's just one of them that just yeah. guards the gates for yeah. whatever reason. Not guards the gate. <laughs> one of them. One of Not them. security, child. Yeah, he's not really <laughs> even like the upper echelon. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, but... You know who I had that, like, deep infatuation with growing up was Josh Hartnett. I don't know where it came from. Ooh, so did you watch Penny Dreadful? No. <gasps> Girl. Was that, with, was that with Brittany Murphy? No. Um, well, actually, Ava I probably, Green. I probably have. This was late 90s? No, 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 no. This is uh, 2000s. Uh, 2005. Late 2000s. No. This is, like, 2017? Nope. No, see, I have not seen anything with Josh Hartnett in years. This Girl. was like Love Makes You Do Crazy Things, Josh Hartnett with Brittany Murphy, and Othello. They did Othello oh, yeah, with Murphy. Mackay Pfeiffer, yes. Julia Stott, and that was such a good movie. It has yeah. horrible ratings, but it's based on, obviously, the Shakespearean. The, yeah. Please watch it if you haven't. I have. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. the audience. The fans. Yeah. <laughs> you need to watch Penny Dreadful. Mm. Is it he... a killer movie, like a serial killer? No. Oh. Um, it's a timepiece based in London. Oh. Damn, I don't want to tell you. Oh, yeah, don't tell me. Okay. I will actually watch it tomorrow. Supernatural actually, Things. I may not watch it tomorrow. But... There's four seasons. Yeah. Supernatural Things. He's a good guy. Um, he's just so hot. If you liked him like a boy, you would love him as a man. Well, he's so hot. He's how, just... He must be in his late 40s now, no? I don't think Or maybe like 45, maybe. early, early hey, 40s. 
How old is Josh Hartnett? Josh Hartnett is 42, 42 years old. Okay, yeah. that makes sense, yeah. When I say big fine, like, I was like, he dipped off for a long time and this was like the perfect role for him. It was yeah. amazing. Like, I wanted him immediately when I saw him on the set. I was like, yes, give it That's to so me. That's so funny. It, so good. You know what? And it's it's interesting you say that because Josh Hartnett did go away for a really long time. And mm-hmm. then I read this article kind of documenting why. And he's like very unproblematic. Yeah, for, he and, be chilling. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I just... It was hard for him at a certain point because people almost didn't take him seriously. Although he was like... If you go back, he was a great actor. I just... Mm-hmm. I don't know if he got that like side treatment or whatever mm-hmm. and basically saying like people try to he, use his family like yeah, because something you, with his family i think like sometimes when you're, you're not like traditionally attractive yeah they even if you're a good actor sometimes you get kind of shitted on yeah and yeah and i feel like i mean i felt like he was traditionally attractive but maybe not at his time mm-mm. i mean because like he was cute but he wasn't chad michael murray yeah he yes exactly yeah. he's like the other kind of white guy he's yeah. a little pale he has the dark hair he yeah. has like He's a little different looking in the face. Nice body. Nice body. Lean. Super lean and tall. I remember, what was the movie that I loved with him? Faculty. Mm. Loved him in Faculty. I loved his whole bad boy. He was, yeah, he he was a good actor. But in this, this he plays like, just like a rugged American cowboy. Mm -hmm. And he's he's just the rage of motion that he displays in it's mm, so good. I need to check it out. Like any, everything, when he was feeling it, I was feeling it. Yeah. Like he was, he was bringing me. Like it was so good. Yeah. When he was sad, I was sad. When he was mad, I was mad. I just felt for him. He just felt for him so much. It was he, a great job. I love that show. No, that sounds amazing. Honestly, I and I was late it. to uh, find out about that show. I never even heard about it. Mm-hmm. And one day, I was like, "Penny Dreadful, me on this trailer." And I, I keep was, seeing it now that you say. And that I was though. like, "This trailer's lit." And then I got sucked in. I think I watched like two seasons in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "This show can never end." And then this is the truth. When it ended, I was so hurt. I went on social media like, "Why are they tell me all about this like, before?" That's the truth. It was so good. It was no, so good. I get it. Yeah, I need to give that a chance. You guys, please also give that a chance. Yes, Penny Dreadful. Josh, Josh Hartnett, justice for him, really, because like he just kind of got, you know, oh, your privilege treatment, which mm-hmm. I'm sure he was. It was something that he said. Let me just tell you, ladies, now, he shows his cheeks. Cheeks for everybody. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being silly. But you know what? Honestly, if you take a step back and look at films and television from like, the late or like let's say like 97 to 2007 that like 10 year age period i mean 10 year period of time it's really interesting because there's so many politics as to like casting yeah and i feel like so many people had really crappy careers because of like the the desirability politics of the time like Okay, well, who could we typecast as the bimbo? Who could we typecast as like the black in the same movies Exa- all, the, all time. the time? And you know what? Like, and that's to this day. That was why a weird error. It was, yeah. and I feel like it's cute for us to look back in movies, but I'm like, it really caused an issue. So, for example, with me, I can't take Gabby Union seriously as an actress, and it's not because I think she's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just because I know what kind of roles that she's been given her whole career, mm-hmm. and they've not been bad roles. It's just like a typecast. Like, you are perfect for this role. When she first came out and they gave her this role, 
it worked because at the time that was acceptable mm-hmm. now i've looked at certain films and i'm like well they just made you the loud and outspoken black friend to like these passive and dainty white friends of yours that were the protagonists of like a love story while you were just there you know kind of like dion and and share and clueless yeah you know like or diavion right just like background people yeah background space fillers mm-hmm. or like again you're like the angry friend and then you have like the jock you yep. know and then you have like the the class clown the nerd exactly but i feel like it really picked up like with american pie and that's a movie i hated i didn't like american pie granted i was too young to be watching it so it's not for me <laughs> anyway but it's just interesting and josh hartnett was a part of that era unfortunately yeah. and even um freddie prince jr yep and I loved him, but like he was just a part of that, like mm-hmm. you know, she's all that. Because after he was in Scooby Doo, and wasn't before, wasn't before and that, his wife, she's all that. Sarah Michelle. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like period actors and actresses, you yeah. know. And I hate to say that, but it's like I don't. They didn't have. Gosh, it sounds so bad. They didn't have the range, really, because no. I'm like, really, to me. I don't think that they were great actors, but a lot of times back then, white actors would get by because they were white. And, like, it worked in in theory of, like, what they were trying to do with their movies, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But a lot of them were not Oscar award worthy. And um, I guess also, like, for me, I'm always upset sometimes about, like, Sanaa Lathan and Neil Long because I'm always like, damn, Neil Long would be perfect for this type of movie, but they don't cast her for that. And again, like, I guess, like, being a woman of color or a black woman, it's always going to be different, especially when you're black, because I guess, you know, also with what they're looking for in the storyline, they don't know how to really market black actresses. No. Nope. Unless it's about struggle and pain. Talk about it. And again, like, you have someone that's as talented as Viola Davis. There's sometimes it's just like, I want to see her do something like The Notebook, just because yeah. I know she has the range to do it. Yeah. And I, why couldn't the notebook have black people in it why can't we see these narratives yeah. of like just you know what i mean like a beautiful young like old-time love story between like old-time beautiful black people yeah uh ryan gosling's beautiful R- rachel mcadams beautiful mm-hmm. and i love the notebook i love nicholas sparks and that whole set of like romantic novels and whatever and but, i and, the, and to bring to that point that's kind of like why i wrote my book the way that i wrote yeah. it it's because it's like Every time when you read urban books about black people, you know, it was a stripper and then I found the drug dealer man and now we a power couple and it's yeah. always like that kind of, that's how they get their money. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like he's tricking on her. Yeah. Not even, and I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, Which it's okay. always negative. Right. It's always negative. There's it's, a struggle. For it's, it's a str- yes. It's always a struggle. It's always like the ghetto. It's always something. And I'm just like. There's so many more layers of black people yeah. than that. And, and that's get, cool, too. And don't get me wrong. I love my little urban books. I love yeah. my little hood books. But I, I wanted to write something that was romantic. Yeah. And it's it's definitely very sexual, but it's very romantic. There's so many elements. And it's all about black women. Yeah. And they have legal jobs. And they have their own wealth. And they're not with their significant other for their money. It's just, it's love. Yeah. And it's a story that black women deserve and need. Yeah, I'm very passionate about that because yeah, yeah. and I, I love that. Like I need to, and especially my first character in the book mm-hmm. because like it's she's black and she's a big girl. Yeah, like she's based off me, so it's just like 
just because this. Yeah. It's very. And but those are the stories we didn't grow up seeing. Exactly. That's why it's so important. Like, that's why I wrote it because yeah. I was like, I remember one time I was reading another black writer's book, and her and her uh, character was a plus size black woman, mm-hmm. and it inspired me, and I was just like, and I looked for more, and then there wasn't, mm. and then when they were they were like shitty yeah <laughs> i was like why yeah. she have to go through all that to get some right. love and again that's like people's qualm with uh tyler perry you know yeah it's always like well tyler i feel two ways about tyler like i don't think it's done out of malice but the social justice warrior inside of me is like you're colorist you always set black women up to be like abused in some way mm-hmm. um whether it's like sexual abuse mental abuse verbal abuse or a combination of like all three um you know like you just make sure they look disheveled or you know or angry especially with the the whole thing with the wigs i don't have time that's what i'm saying and like you have the what do budget. you mean you don't have time you have you have all the time in the world yeah. it's your fucking studio yeah you're it's, the executive producer it's your please. studio right it's yeah. just like if you're doing a show for black people let us look good mm. and for me I get what you mean. Because you know what, though? It doesn't bother me to see it that way because I'm like, you know, I like theater. So I think... I always interpreted it as maybe he some takes of, a theater some approach. Some fucking wigs are yeah. atrocious. I, they are. But you know because he, like, Medea started in the theater. Yeah, I get it. So maybe that's... That's not for TV. You're right. Absolutely. It's, it's not, not for, for film. TV. And he knows that. So bad. He knows that, you know? So... It's all just interesting. And you're right with the colorist because it wasn't until I saw someone else pointed out. It was like the husband's always like an abuser and he's dark skinned. Her savior is like a light skinned person. Yes. Yes. And, and, and then like, she's dark skinned too. And then and she's, she's dark skinned too. Yeah. And, and suffering. Yes. But every other woman in the movie might be light or mixed or something. Yeah. And like, I they think have... one movie the lady was light and she was getting her ass. Yes. Her that was Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I think. Yeah. Or with, family reunion. With Blair, uh, Blair Underwood's sexy mean ass. That's like one actor, like, I'd be like, bro, you be acting too good. I'd mm-hmm. be really, I'd be wanting to fight you. Yeah, no, it's like Lawrence Fishburne in the I Can Tina movie. Oh my God, yeah. Because I, after he that, played I was that, like, He played the spirit out of that shit. He, really he was did. so good. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a great movie, but it's hard. Tina has been through some things. That's like my favorite movie of like, honestly, me that, too. And it's, and it's terrible because that and like Color Purple, why do I like seeing my people struggle? But you know what? But also, they but they're good stories at the yes, end. They get yes. they they win in the end. And it, and that's also like why I'm I'm always like conscientious about going on and on about struggle porn because I'm like it's not really fair to struggle always struggle porn. Yeah, like you know, so in discourse online they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of seeing like black people struggling on films. I don't want to see any slave movies. I don't want to see any movies about hardship. But I'm like, to some degree though. You can't always separate that from the human experience, especially as a black person. And I understand why you want to, because there's a way to do it and make it art versus like yeah. a recollection of trauma. And so that's why they kind of call it trauma porn, which I, I get it, or struggle porn. Like the other, like I felt like I was abusing myself like two weeks ago. Yeah. I kept watching like all these horrible black movies back to back. Yeah, Like draining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like I stumbled upon Antebellum. And I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was Janelle Monae. And, and I, Jordan Peele, right? Yeah. And then I started to watch it. And then, like, when I got, when I understood what it was, spoiler alert, are you going to watch it or you don't care? Uh, I'm going to watch it, but I don't care. Because I, it, yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert. So, 
she's like a top uh like a news analyst in the movie and it looks like she's being transported back in time yeah to slavery mm-hmm. through some kind of mental break yeah but um it's actually she was kidnapped mm. by racist white people and put on a fucking like reenactment thing right with other black people who were because like the other black people were talking like normal yeah and i was like why does she sound so modern like she's from fucking new york yeah and everyone is talking like this i was so and then a cell phone rang and i was Mm. like so these people are just like these people doing some plays they have they when they target affluent black people yeah kidnap them and make them slaves on a huge hundred million acre land where they're and they said they're doing reenactments yeah and they were in there fucking them up and killing them and all kinds of wild shit it was crazy yeah, yeah. yeah. it's crazy and it was unchecked. very jordan peele it was very it was a plot twist and it like fucked me up because i was just like i did not need to see that today yeah and i was like, like why did why did you why did i want like why did that turn left like i thought it was gonna be like she had like some kind of mental break or something no creepy shit that white people would probably do yeah no and that's not like, all white people just 82.5 yeah <laughs> that's quite a large percent but you know Take for the context of this 82.5 <laughs> only um and yeah no i so i saw the reviews about antebellum it was I, amazing it, don't get me wrong like really? she was like she acted her ass off in this and mm-hmm. it was very good and it was powerful and it was this it was a it was a survival thing but they did fucked up shit to her in that movie world like i didn't need to see that yeah 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 it's it's almost like um do you did you watch midsummer no i'm scared okay was it scary uh midsummer to me is like a cult film yeah so there's gonna be moments of gore Mm -hmm. but it's also it's more of like a psychological thing Kind of like it Annabelle. It looked like that. It looked like that. Yeah. You know what it gets to me? Maybe it's also like the musician in me. And like going the to music. school for the... Child. Creepy. It's the music. Because for me, I've always hated that style of music. And it's usually called like uh, 20th... 20th... I'm sorry. Like 20th century new music, uh, contempo, whatever you want to call it. But it's so hard to get into that style of music. Like I had a an assignment one semester, one of my last semesters of school, like we were focusing in one class on that particular style of music. And it is so hard to listen to that for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a bunch of dissonant sounds. Like it sounds scary. And I'm like, I have anxiety. Yeah. So I feel like I'm dying right now. When I heard, being chased. I, I will never forget when I seen that trailer and I was like, I am not watching that. Yeah. I was like, but I feel like Please that's kind of similar to like out of here. <laughs> you're like, no, thank you. I don't want to know. No, I was like, I don't wanna know. no, I get it. But yeah, we're gonna wrap, wrap, wrap it we up. We are wrapping it up. Thank wrap you for coming. Um, more, con- more content coming to you guys for sure. Promise, promise, promise. Um, I'm super excited to be back. Bear with me with this podcast, guys. I, I work a full-time job. I'm in school full-time, but I love doing it. I love... Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. I love um, hearing your guys' feedback. And if you guys ever want to, like, have me talk about something or hear my opinion, I'll have my Instagram in the, the description. My Instagram. And I think 
I think there's someone who's telling me that you guys can actually leave me comments on here. Uh, yeah, I believe. That's so the case. leave me some comments because I love to interact. Yes. yes, be nice, be kind rather. Be kind because I am not kind because I will bust. Not playing. No. Um, <laughs> be kind. Don't come at me crazy. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that on social media. It's weird when people don't like something. Yeah. That's not problematic. It's one thing if something's problematic. Problematic. Yeah. But like when they just find something they don't like in a non-problematic person's video, I'm like, but why did you feel the need to? to insult them like this. Bro, I really, like, sometimes, like, even, like, I remember one time I was, like, commenting on someone's page and it was to hype up, like, the girl in the video and then someone was like, yeah, you fat bitch. And I was like... To you? To me, for no reason. I was like, I'm, I was like, I can't hype somebody up? Like, and what does my, like, what, what does, does me what being does fat have to do with this? What does fat bitch have to do with her shaking her ass? <laughs> I mean, you woke up and you chose violence for no reason, exactly. sir. Exactly, like, are you okay mentally? Clearly oh not. Oh god. Fat phobia they is jumped, crazy. They jumped on him. That's gonna be the next episode, fat phobia. Y'all, need, y'all gonna learn to leave me alone. And any fat person. Literally, please. But it's always the people that are bad built making comments about <laughs> How dare you? And I, and I say that as someone that doesn't uh, like to body shame, but I'm like, how can you... I remember, you're, you're I remember, out here shaped like a brick, but you're talking about me. Like, yeah, like, on. what... Are, why can't you just struggle with me then? Because then... I remember I was 17, quick story, and I was in a McDonald's with my friends. And, um... First of all, I wasn't even eating, but it was the first time I wore a short skirt in maybe, like, 10 years. Or, actually, I'm sorry, 9 years since I was, like, 8. Because that was when I developed, like, some body image issues. And I wore a short skirt and a crop top. Mm-hmm. 17 with my friends. We went to the city. We wouldn't do much. We would just go to Chipotle, Urban Outfitters, and, like, I don't know, walk around for a few hours, close the night out at McDonald's. So my friends are ordering their food and my other friend Christian at the time goes, Telly, he's looking at you. And I'm thinking, well, first of all, I don't know what that's like because guys never really looked at me. So I was excited, but I was also like, ooh. And then by the time I realized, some guy's just like, you look ugly. You look like you can't breathe. Can you even breathe in that? Don't ever wear a short dress again, you ugly bitch. Whoever that is, sir, I'm going to find you. No. <laughs> But he was grown. And I cannot wait to haunt you in your fucking dreams. I'm gonna astral project tonight. I'm gonna find you, bitch. She will find you. I'm gonna find you. And my friends at the time, God bless them, because they were get they were getting bucked. They were like, "What? What you say?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's you right." Know, me, me, like having hypersensitivity though was just like, "Oh, this goes okay." But listen, fat shaming is so weird. But he was built. My one of my friends was like, "You're built like a refrigerator." <laughs> but it's like. Because at the time, it's like, yeah, how are you going to... why do fat men always attack fat know. women? I'm like, you hate yourself that bad while you're projecting it onto me? We both have titties and you're mad. You're not supposed to have Exactly. That. You know what? I'm going to leave the truth. alone. Basically. We're not going to do that. Not we, even. We, no. Maybe we will when I come back. Maybe next time. <laughs> exactly. Right, Bye, people. guys. Bye. See you next episode.